0: Hello, and welcome to Brand Clarity by Visions to Images, where we focus on strategy and business development for entrepreneurs at all different levels through branding and digital marketing techniques. Susie Libertor is the founder and art director of Visions to Images Creative Services, LLC. For the last decade, she has personally been instrumental in bridging gaps between the global digital market and neighborhood locations for some of the biggest brands around. Growth is possible for even a single location with the right professional branding techniques and Suzy's signature strategies of Visions to Images. Stand out from your competitors and bring your visions to life while watching your sales skyrocket. Your host for this is Suzy Liberator, owner of Visions to Images. Hello, everybody. Today I have Esther Littlefield. She's a marketing strategist for Christian women, and I'm super excited to have her on. She's amazing. I love her little Facebook group. I am a Christian, so I always love seeing all these other inspirational and fun things. And then she helped me with my podcast as well. So I'm excited.
1: Welcome. Thank you, Susie. I'm super happy to be here with you today. Yes.
0: So tell me a little bit. I know you have such an incredible backstory. Tell me how you got started with all the fun stuff that you're into.
1: <laughs> okay. I try to keep the backstory short, but it's, it is definitely a long and winding road, I think for most of us in how we get to where we are, but my, my background is actually in social work. I never dreamed I would to have my own business or any of that, like growing up, that wasn't really part of my dream. Uh, I went into social work, worked in social work for 10 years, but at the beginning of my career, I got invited to a direct sales party for scrapbooking. And I ended up signing up to be a consultant Oh my and that began my entrepreneurial career (laughs) because I started to realize, oh, there's like a way I can make a little extra money on the side. And, you know, social work isn't exactly the most lucrative career financially. So I went into that and, you know, worked alongside of that. And I ended up with a different company and built a, a pretty decent income with a direct sales company. But I got to a point where I was burnt out and I was like, I was not doing anything that I loved. I was not using my gifts. I wasn't following the dreams that I actually did have. And so then I went into the world of online business and I started blogging. I had actually had a blog for years, but never really did anything with it. And so I actually went into listening to podcasts, listening to webinars, diving into this whole space of figuring out how could I grow something online? And that's really where it all began. That was back in 2015. And then uh, in 2017, I transitioned into really being a service provider and taking everything I had learned to do for myself and starting to do it for others, and was a virtual assistant and then an OBM. Mm. And then gradually <laughs> shifted into taking all of what I have learned and done between podcasting and marketing and all of that and really. Now helping other women be able to build something online and you know do it, it you know without compromising their faith and values that's part mm-hmm. of uh, part of what I really focus on with my audience so that's where it's that's kind of the short version of how I got to where I am now yes I love it thanks for sharing so I mean there was a couple of things that stood out to me the
0: the burnt out part is so important because even still, I mean, even as any entrepreneur, any business, any, anybody who even works can be burnt out easily. Right. So there's always those factors of how to figure out what to do to not get burnt out because we can all do it. And I actually was going through some of like some stressing points. I don't know if I was burnt out over the past week, but just those little points where you're like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? How do I like get rid of all (laughs) of this stuff? So it's important to notice those things, no matter where you are. In your career in life. And then the funny part is, as I think that everybody always starts as a VA or I feel like everybody always has that story, right? I knew (laughs) I wanted to be an, I wanted to have my own agency. I wanted to have graphics done for people, all that fun stuff. But the truth of the matter is, is I started off as a VA because I was like, do people even want to pay for this? When I was on my own, I mean, in the agency, in the big corporate world, they would pay for it, of course. But when you're in a whole different field, it's crazy. Yeah. So I think everybody I've ever like talked with always says they start off as a VA or an OBM because it's just It's the way to kind of get in, but you're cutting yourself so short is what I've noticed. And then the other part is the online stuff. Online is so important, right? I was reading last night about Mark for Facebook. He is trying to do more e-commerce like benefits for everybody on Facebook and Instagram, and a lot of stuff is changing. And it's taking over the world, to be honest, like online and digital and e-commerce The pandemic, I think, had a big influence on it. And I don't want to talk about the pandemic because that's a whole other thing. But I mean, I haven't stepped foot into a store to actually shop in forever. So it's so interesting to have that online experience that you talked about because it's there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what you the point that you made about cutting ourselves short is so true. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely what I did when I when I started like, "Oh, I'm going to, you know, be a service provider because prior to that I had been, you know, running my blog. I had yeah. built my own website. I had created an email list, launched a course. Like I had done all of that by myself for myself. And then I was like, "Oh, I can be a VA." Right. <laughs> and it was like, "Well, actually I could have started, you know, doing a little bit higher level, but I think it was definitely a good learning experience to just dig in and, and start. And then it was like, oh, people were, were going to pay for those things. People did need that help. And then gradually I was able to up level, you know, both my services and my my role Mm -hmm. in people's businesses to offer higher level skills. So, uh, yeah, but it is, it's such a wide open. I mean, people say, well, sometimes people talk about it being saturated and there's no, it's definitely not saturated. There is more and more people going online and building Mm -hmm. online businesses every single day.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's also different VAs and then we'll get off this topic that like specialize in different things as well. So it's, it's hard to say, oh, it's saturated because some people want to focus on this. Some people want to focus on that. And then they end up actually changing their role years later, like you said. So yeah, it's so interesting. So tell me what
1: you're most excited about. Oh, what am I most excited about? Uh, you know, this year I really made a shift in my business um, mm-hmm. from having done so much implementation and actual services for people for really for the past four or five years. I had been doing that primarily as my primary income stream. And I have always loved strategy and I have always loved coaching people through problems and, and consulting and coming up with ideas and helping people overcome things. And even when I had first started as a VA, I remember I went, uh, I was going to a local business meeting and i I was meeting with a couple people in the local networking group. And when I would start talking to them about all the things they could do online and like helping them with a strategy on how they could do this, they were just like, their eyes were so big and, and they couldn't, they were just like, they couldn't understand it. Yeah. Um, but I loved sitting there and just strategizing, like, this is what you could do if you if you started promoting yourself online mm-hmm. and so finally in this year i have shifted mostly into coaching and consulting and yeah. and strategy and working with a group of women in a program that i have called uplift and that's probably what i'm most excited about because it's it's a group experience but it's also me providing some co- coaching and mentoring and and strategy for the gals that are in the program and that has been just like such a great experience for them. And for me, because I feel like I'm fully using my gifts in that and supporting them and still getting to, you know, have a business that I enjoy and like. <laughs> so
0: yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I love it. I saw I think I saw your post, of course, I'm sure I've seen it because <laughs> it sounds very familiar. So it's amazing. I love it. It was very inspiring to see that. So I know you do. You used to do podcast stuff for clients as well. And you kind of have turned away from that, I believe, but you still have your own podcast. So tell us like a little bit about the podcast experience, because I know I took your course when it first came out and it was one of those things where I knew I could figure it out if I needed to, but it was one of those things. I already knew my name, but how do I really get it going? And I don't even remember it was, it was probably a few months ago, but I don't remember exactly what I really took away from it because there was so much great stuff that you know, I knew, okay, here's, I think it was like the logistics and the tech stuff, right? Like figuring out where to get it going. How do I get it on my website? Like all of those things. And what do we want them to do? Like, what is the goal of the podcast? So tell me a little bit about how you kind of came about all of that. Hey, hey, let's stop for just one second during this podcast episode. I know you're so excited to get back and listen, but I wanted to chat with you and talk about how we really work with businesses. What we really do is we dive in and we ask so many questions. We go through a series of questionnaires and extensive research to really help you get a clear identifiable plan of action that needs to happen for your business. If you wanna hear more about this, Go to visions number two, imagescom click the contact us button, and we will be happy to set up a time to chat more.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, during my work as really kind of an OBM online business manager, I had a client who had a podcast and she mm-hmm. wanted help with her podcast. And I love listening to podcasts. I like when I first went into the online space, that was my that was my training ground, mm-hmm. <laughs> was all listening to so many podcasts. And so I eagerly jumped into her podcast, started learning. And then I also started learning, you know, and, and listening to other things about podcasting and just trying to get my mind around it because I kind of had this idea to launch my own podcast. Yeah. And so I did that in 2018. I launched my own podcast. I was very strategic about it. I knew, like you said, I knew what the goal of the podcast was. I had, I had a strategy in mind. I didn't just go about it haphazardly. And then between that and, and my work, with my other client, I started getting more and more clients who either mm-hmm. wanted to launch a podcast or who, you know, had a podcast that they right. needed help with. And so then my team and I started offering more podcast management and doing podcast launching and all of that. Yeah. And I really did that for a couple years. And then I had a group program that I did a couple of times where I helped a group of people through launching a podcast and then I also created, like you said, this course, which is a really a mini course. It's right. it's a low price course oh, totally. to help someone get their podcast off the ground. And the reason I created it is because I saw so many people, you know, like I said, either going in and like buying one of these gigantic courses that cost you know, a decent chunk of money, which are often very, very valuable and very, they will teach you everything you need to know. But a lot of people who are busy moms like you, you know, who want to get a podcast launched, but just maybe don't have a ton of time to right. listen to 20,000 right. videos right. <laughs> and I- watch, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so I wanted to give something, but I also saw on the flip side, some of these launch your podcast in one day kind of things that were like, They just were fluff. They didn't give people any strategy. They might've given them like the logistics of, okay, go here and log in here and upload your episode here. But there was no strategy to, okay, what is your podcast actually going to do for you and for your business? So that's why I created the mini course and I wanted it to be a combination of the strategy and the shortcuts so that someone could, you know, get it off the ground. Um, So I still love talking about podcasting, even though we no longer provide, you know, the implementation side. I definitely talk with a lot of my clients about podcasting a strategy around what they can do with their podcasts. And several of the gals in my program either have launched a podcast or are considering it because they know it can be such a powerful tool to reach people.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of my biggest fears was, you know, like you said, the course stuff, like, oh, it's another course. Oh, I don't have time. And then another part was, is this podcast going to bring me money? Is it worth my time? Is it worth my investment? And so there was a lot of stuff that when I took the course, I kind of saw it from a different way. And you can't, it's it's like Brene says, it's anchor content in a sense where it kind of helps build yes. that authority and awareness. And it's not about the sales. It's about educating people and really having that showing up right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. People often feel very close to the podcast hosts that they listen to. Like if you think about the podcast that you listen to Mm -hmm. and you think about the host, it's like, you feel like you're friends with them, even though you have never met them. (laughs) And, And that's the power because when someone is walking out, walking their dog or driving down the road or on the train, whatever it is, like when they've got you in their earbuds, at least 30 minutes to an hour, every single week, Mm-hmm. they're developing a relationship with you. And so, yeah, you're right. It, it may not bring the sale directly, but it usually is building up that trust factor oh, absolutely. that yeah. they're like, Oh, wow. Now I know Susie. I know what she does. I maybe I should contact her to find out about how she can help me, you know? Yeah. And they keep coming back. So
0: tell me, this is my last question for you. What advice would you give somebody if they were just starting out in your field or needed marketing help or podcast help, the doors open, like what
1: kind of advice would Mm. you give between any of those? Mm. So, you know, this is something I think that I would, would have liked to have known when I was getting started. And that is to think about what you want your life to look like, Mm -hmm. not just what you want your business to look like. Mm -hmm. And I talk about this a lot on my own podcast on my business podcast about this concept of your ideal life. And when I started my business, you know, I dove into that VA world. Mm -hmm. All I could think about was how can I get clients and how can I make money? Like that was the only thing that I was motivated by because at the time it was Esther either has to go get a full-time job or find a way (laughs) to make money at home right now. And so there's sometimes that you do have that urgency and you have that necessity to like, just put your head down and do the work Mm -hmm. at the same time. What happened was a few months into that about six months into it, I was overloaded, overwhelmed, couldn't keep my head above the water. Because I had not made any kind of plan of what I actually wanted my life to look like. And so I always try to talk to my clients about, you know, let's stop, pause for a minute before you dive into all the business plans, all the dreaming, all the ideas, and think about what do you actually want your life to look like? You know, for me right now, it's summertime in Maine, and I know that I want more time freedom in the summer. I don't want to be tied to the desk, you know, every single day. Now that doesn't mean that I'm not going to work every day, but it means maybe I'm going to take my work to the lake and do some of it. sitting on, You know? And so, but I hadn't really thought about that prior to getting started. And I kind of dug myself a hole because I ended up having so many clients that I was just very stressed out. Yeah. So I think that would be my best advice is like, before you dive into launching a podcast, before you dive into, you know, creating a new service in your business, like what is that gonna, how is that gonna help you or hinder you from getting to your actual goal of what you want your life to look like?
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's one of those things like I did, I'm doing a workshop tomorrow, my first one, and it's a paid one. And I've been working on my course at the same time. And it's like one of those things in my mind, I'm like, it's, it's just mindset, right? It's just like, oh, do I want to do this? Is it part of my mission? Is it going to attract the right people? All of those things. And is it really going to be beneficial? Is it worth my time? How does it look in the future? Like all these questions are always coming up. Yeah. It's got to, it's got to do that. And with summer, like my schedule, I'm sure yours is, your, your schedule is crazy too. Like mm-hmm. my son's got little half, out, like literally like two or three hour blocks to go to like a day program. And I have to work during that time and then figure out how else to work, right? So it's one of those things that I never really thought about. And as I go through, I'm thinking ahead for next year and the years to come. Like, do I want to work in the summer? Should I pull back in the summer? Should I just hire help? Do I, is all this stuff? Making me happy? Am I doing the right things? Right? Like we always have to think as a business owner, but also as a parent and as our life as as a
1: whole. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because our business is not. It's not just our business. I mean, for most of us, we have, we have family or friends or other things that we want to do besides business. And I can turn into a workaholic if I'm not careful. I can just you know work, work, work because I like what I do. I like my work. And so, but at the same. time, I know that what's actually most important to me is my family and my faith and these Mm -hmm. other aspects of my life. So I've got to make sure I structure it in the way that's going to support that.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I enjoyed our conversation and there was a lot of good ideas and thoughts here. Yeah. Thank you,
1: Susie. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for listening in on this episode today. Please make sure to check out the links from your guests and Visions to Images to learn more about each other. It takes a village, as you know, so connect and grow with one another together. Thank you so much for listening.